Good morning, everyone. In Psalm 23, we read, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me by beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Today is week four in Psalm 23. Fearless living, living in light of a shepherd. Psalm 23, we all know it. We all have it memorized, or many of us do. And yet, far too often, we only apply it to our lives, or we, even, we only think about it in times of crisis, times of pandemic, times of death at funerals, or at celebrations of life. This week, I read an article about poetry in the Psalms. In it, the author stated, A preacher once told me, although I often read a psalm to people in the hospital, I would never consider preaching from a psalm because I do not know what to do with it. Not knowing what to do with the poetry of the Bible has made biblical poetry a closed book to many Christians. Happily, it is a problem with a ready solution. We can learn what to do with the poetry of the Bible. Yes, We need to use the Psalms. This was a great article, and it's available to read on my Facebook page or email me. Let me know. I can get you a link to it. But here's the point. Yes, the Psalms are meant to be used in life, not to be ignored, not just be used at some times, but all the time. We need to make sure we slow down and ponder these words, pray over them, and allow God to speak to us through them. Allow him to lead you through them. The words of Psalm 23 are useful for our every days, not just our some days. You see, the Lord, the shepherd, Jesus, Yeshua, he leads the sheep. He provides all their needs, green pastures, still waters. He restores the soul and leads you upon paths of righteousness. But today we move forward from green pastures to a death valley. We praise God today as we're able to move forward and physically worship together, at least in some capacity. We also praise God for the great technology we have and blessing we have that we can continue to worship online as well. And many of you chose to do that this morning. And I am so happy that you did. But all around us, in a way, is still a death valley, a shadow of death, of despair, of troubles. And today we look to verse 4 of Psalm 23 where it says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We've made it to what may be one of the most well-known scriptures in all of the Bible to to especially non-Christians. We've made it to maybe what is the most well-known scripture of Psalm 23 itself. We hear it in movies, we hear it in songs, we hear it in poetry, we we hear it in conversations, whether it be Christian conversations or non-Christian conversations. We hear it at funerals. We hear it all the time, but how do we apply it to our lives? Moms, 
may apply this to their lives every day. They may restate these words to themselves every day as they wake up to face a new day. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Every word in this verse has so much meaning. Starting at the very beginning where it says, even though I walk, even though we all will go through at some point in time in our lives these death valleys, valleys of despair, of troubles, of struggles. How will we react? How are you re reacting now? Where do you place your face? Do you place your face? Do you trust in the promises of God, the promises of the Bible? Or are you putting your faith in things which will fade? It can appear as if you're surrounded when you're in a death valley. Because if you think of a valley, it's surrounded by hills. Or like this picture, it might be surrounded by mountains. You might feel like the darkness is closing in. But we can still take great delight in knowing that even at these times, you're not forgotten. You are not abandoned. You still have a shepherd. You still have a God. You still have a Savior there to help. Trust in his promises. Find rest in him. At one time, I thought I would be preaching this message on Mother's Day, and that's where the comment comes from that moms may restate this verse every day as they get up to care for their children. And they say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. There's many unknowns to parenting. There's many struggles to parenting, but this is meant to be a joke. But at the same time, I believe that maybe it's not just moms that should be remembering these words. It's us. All of us should be remembering these words. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you're with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We live in a sin-filled world. And People are dying both physically and spiritually all around us all the time. In fact, there's a movie back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I believe, called The Sixth Sense. And I'm not saying I recommend go watch it. But the boy is quoted saying, I see dead people. With kind of a chilling look on his face and a, uh, a sound in his voice, a crackling sound. I see dead people. Well, guess what? We see dead people all around us. We live in a death valley. People are either dead or dying. And how do we live? Do we show them the faith that we have? Do we show them that we put our trust in the promises of God, in a Savior, in hope, an eternal life with Him of a future? We're living in a day where everywhere we go, we see people wearing face masks, talking of death, pandemic, despair, troubles, fear. Yes, fear. It's as if we're living in a sci-fi, end-of-world type movie, but we need not fear. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I am not saying to not take the necessary precautions. I am not saying that we shouldn't be wearing masks. In fact, I am saying quite the opposite. We should be taking preparations, making preparations for what is around us, death. But why is it that we spend so much time preparing for the physical death, but not enough time preparing for the spiritual death? Why is it that we don't spend as much time preparing and reading God's word and spending time with him and putting our trust in him as much as we do in worldly solutions? 
Again, please do not misunderstand me. I'm not saying we shouldn't make changes to our lifestyle now. I'm not saying we shouldn't abide by the guidance that we're being told by those experts in their fields of medicine. But generally speaking, especially in a spiritual sense, we need not fear. We have life in Christ. We need not allow fear to take control of us. That's the thing. We all will have times where we get scared, where we get afraid, where we get overwhelmed, when we get frustrated. But that fear need not control you. I think there's a difference between having fear or getting scared or getting anxious and allowing these things to control you. And that's what David's saying here. I will not fear for you're with me. He does not give in to it. He does not allow it to control him. Bob Goff, writer and author, once said, God uses the hardest part of our lives to prepare us for the best parts. You see, Satan intends to use fear to drive us away from God and wreak havoc on our physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. But what Satan intends for evil, God intends to use for good, for his goodness of his will and for his people. And you can be ensured that he is still in control. So what darkest valleys have you gone through? What darkest valleys are you maybe going through now? How can you look back now upon those dark valleys, valleys of shadows of death, and how can you see the great blessings that came out of it and how God was still there for you? How can you see God acting now on your behalf? How can you see him protecting you and leading you? He is. He is. If you trust in him, trust in Jesus, trust in your shepherd as Lord and Savior, he is there for you. He never leaves you. In fact, David Kidner once said, the dark valley or ravine is as truly one of his right paths as are the green pastures, a fact that takes much of the sting out of any ordeal and his presence overcomes the worst thing that remains, the fear. You see, David, King David, knew not to fear for his shepherd was with him. Do we know this? But are we also smart in this saying? Although we do not need to fear, God does also give us a sound mind and wisdom to act accordingly on what is best for our life and for the gospel. We need not fear. We need to repent from this fear, really. We need to turn away from it. Just as we need to repent and turn away from our sins, we deserve nothing but hell. We deserve nothing but eternal punishment. But God sent his son Jesus to save us from this life and the life beyond. And we need to trust in him. Turn away from our sins, turn away from our fears. Trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life. Follow after him for your life, for all your life. And have faith and hope in the eternal future, which is yours. Now, in fact, as I say, we need not fear. Isaiah 43, 1 says, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Notice a few things here. This is not a quiet suggestion, but a command when it says, do not fear. Do not fear. I wrote it in capital letters with an exclamation mark because I sometimes need that reminder. Maybe you do too. Maybe you need that reminder today. Do not fear. 
Do not give in to your anxieties. Do not give in to your sadness, your depression, your struggles, your anger. Whatever it is, do not fear, for he is with you. This is not a quiet suggestion, but a command in my mind. And I believe he means it for the same. Notice the reasons why. He says, you are redeemed. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. That is so powerful to me to think that I am redeemed by the God who created the entire world and everything in it. I am redeemed by the God who created me in his image. I am redeemed, and he calls me by name, and he claims me as his. He loves you, and he desires a relationship with you. He desires for you to follow after him. He desires to place you on straight path, on righteous path. But you need to fear not and follow him. In these days of fear, we could all benefit from looking to the Psalm 23, verse 4, a little more often. But then we have this next statement. Again, there's so much meaning in these words. We see reference the shadow, the shadow of death. And we see death in general, which death, I don't think means just physical death. I don't think he was just walking through a physical death in the family or friends or in his country, maybe. But I think he's also meaning just a darkness of time, struggles, despair, whatever. We see him talk about a shadow. And Charles Spurgeon said this. I love this quote. He says, nobody is afraid of a shadow. For a shadow cannot stop a man's pathway even for a moment. The shadow of a dog cannot bite the shadow of a sword cannot steal. The shadow of death cannot destroy us. Let us not therefore be afraid. As David says here, I will fear no evil. Why do we fear a shadow? Except for the fact that we're focusing on the shadow and not the real person of God. Why do we not look to him? Yes, today we talk about fear, but we also talk about peace. We talk about peace found in God. And the big idea of this message is this, if you're taking notes, God is with us during difficult moments. He offers us peace and comfort when life is tough. God cares for you because God cares about you. God cares for you because God cares about you. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Do you know the Savior? Do you know the shepherd? Allow him into your life and live in the light. We need to have faith in the shepherd's presence through the valleys, through the good times and the bad, that he never leaves your side. And we need to live in the light, live in faith. Turn away from your sins, turn away from your past, and look to the future, live in the future, follow God, trust in him. Live by faith. Ephesians 5, 8 says, At one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So I ask you this, how is your walk? Are you stumbling? That's normal. But we need to get our, our feet fixed on the solid foundation of God's word. We need to trust in him. Are you lost? There's a lot of lost people today. And that's okay too. But we need to turn away and look to God and be found. 
Psalm 23, 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Trust him. My son watches Bear Grylls survival shows. And as you watch this show and other survival shows, you learn that when stranded and in trouble, you need to take action. You need to prepare. You need, these shows tell you over and over again, maybe in this order, you need fire. You need to establish fire. You need clean drinking water. You need shelter. You need food. And you need a helper. You need companionship. Now, that's the one thing that's really hard to find when you're stranded. But don't take it for granted if you have it. We, like a survivalist, need to be prepared for this life and eternal life. And how we prepare is by looking to the shepherd. How we prepare is by trusting in Jesus with our life and repenting, turning away from our fears, turning away from our sins, and living in the righteous ways which he leads us on. You see, the shepherd of Psalm 23 provides all the provisions for life, and he is the companion or helper that we should desire. So in our valleys, as we start to wrap up, we have two choices to make. Will we live or will we die? How will you do this? Will you run away or will you face it? When we are afraid, when in despair, when in trouble, when walking in the shadow of death in these dark death valleys, we can say, oh no, nope, uh uh-uh, I'm done with this, and run away, tail between our legs, afraid, or we can decide to face it. Face your fears and say, as David did, I will fear no evil. But never face it alone. Never face your valleys of darkness and death and shadows alone. The best thing to do in these uncertain times, all times, is to face it. But not alone with the shepherd, with God. Allow God to lead you through the death valleys of your life. As David says, he will fear no evil for you are with me. Face your fears with a triune God by your side to comfort and protect you, to save you and to lead you. A life-saving shepherd, Jesus, is there with you, with rod and staff. And I want to tell you this. Fear is forced to go running from your lives when we are running with God, faithfully following his lead and listening to his voice. Let me say that again. Fear is forced to go running from our lives when we are running with God, faithfully following his lead and listening to his voice. Don't give in to the lies. Don't give in to the deceptions. Listen to the truth. Follow God and listen to his voice. Follow his lead, and the fear will go running from your life. It will disappear. It will not control you. King David knew more than most about the need for comfort and protection in valleys of death. He once, as a child, had to face the fears of many and fight Goliath. But not alone. He has fought many battles since. Not alone. And he also understood what a shepherd's tools were, as he also was a boy shepherd. And even then, he used these tools and he followed God. He knew what a shepherd did. 
And the final part of this Psalm 23, 4 states, His rod and his staff, they comfort me. At times, the shepherd was required to lead the flock, guiding them, but at other times, he was required to protect the sheep, to fight off the enemies. Sometimes you must put down your staff so that you can pick up the rod and beat away the wolves. These are the tools of the trade, and these are the tools that God uses for our life as well. He uses the rod to protect us and beat away the spiritual demons and enemies, the supernatural of the world. He uses the, the staff and the hook to guide us, to pull away, us away from evil and lead us in the path of everlasting and righteousness. But are we allowing him to lead us? Have we surrendered in, to him? Do we trust in his promises? David says, I fear not, and we can too. But remember why we fear not. Proclaim why we fear not. And as we wrap up, I have a simple plan, a simple take-home challenge for you. I call it the PPMP plan. In fact, it's similar to my PP plan, a ministry, a new prayer ministry we're starting on Wednesdays at noon and 6 p.m. But this take-home challenge for you, the PPMP plan is park pray, and praise. You see, in this death valley, all your valleys of despair, troubles, and struggles, I want you to, we must park, pray, and praise God. Only then can we truly move forward without fear controlling us. Only then do we have a clear mind and vision to focus upon the shepherd's voice. Hear him. Allow him to guide you and provide for you. I am convinced that most of our fears and problems are due to our lack of time spent praying and praising God. See his presence and thank him. You miss what he is doing for you in the valleys, the shadows of death, because you never truly park and pray and praise him. Only then can you truly see the praise when you park and pray and meditate and think of him. So much of scripture supports this too. In Psalm 138, we see a great example of this, and it's also a cross-reference for this Psalm 23:4. It starts with praise and thanks to God, before then recognizing the Lord's help for him through times of despair. After you park, pray, and praise him, we need to seek him, seek his voice through the reading of his word. Lastly, act. Act upon it. Act upon how God has speak to you through parking, praying, and praising. Act upon how God has led you through the reading and studying of his word. Seek him and act upon what he tells you. In our valleys, God gives us all we need. We can live in light of a shepherd and have fearless living. His rod, his staff, they comfort me. Go and fear no more. And remember, God is with us during difficult moments offering us peace and comfort when life is tough. God cares for you because God cares about you. Go in peace and trust in Jesus today as your Lord and shepherd and have fearless living. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that we are never alone. You're always with us. And we, like David, can say, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Thank you for never leaving us and always leading, protecting, and saving us. Amen.